0: Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy
1: place, welcome. Hi-ho, everybody. Welcome back to Disney Plus Us, the weekly version where we talk about shows that are exclusive to Disney Plus. I'm one of your hosts, Griffin Tadell, Griffy D-Pat, and with me, as always, is the wonderful, fantastic Mr. <laughs> Mitch George. How you doing? We're here to talk about Moon Knight. Not yet. We're here to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi. Not yet. We're here to talk about Ms. Marvel, which got a trailer this week. Not or yet. And a I couple weeks to, ago. We're I'm forgetting about that. time. Yeah. No, not yet. We're still on behind the attraction. But look, say the word, and I'm willing to change this to a Daredevil podcast. Because I have you
2: know Daredevil what? now. <laughs> we have well, I mean, we have Daredevil as of what? A couple of weeks ago. And I've already had people reaching out to me like, all right, so when are you having a, having me on for a Daredevil season one episode? Or uh, I'm like, whenever. And anyone out there, if you are listening and you want to come on and chat with us about your favorite thing on Disney+, Plus, uh, we will talk to you about it all day long. So please do reach out to us on Twitter at D plus us. I'm at Mr. Mitch George. Griffin is at Griffy D pad. That's G R I F F I D P A D. Please DM us and let us know the fun things you want to come in and talk with us about. Hear me But out. honestly, I'm, I'm just more curious and I know we're a couple of weeks from it, but like, How have you felt about them adding parental controls to Disney Plus?
1: Fine. I'm shocked they weren't there to begin with.
2: And in Canada, we've had them for well over a year since they introduced the Star Banner. So it's nothing new to me. I really hope Um, that
1: this means that they're consolidating things in the US. I really hope it means that. It's so nice not having
2: to pay for three different services that rebroadcast Hulu content in Canada. And that now Disney's just putting all the Hulu content on Star. It's so good.
1: Look, I'm hoping that Bob Paycheck sees all of this and is like, okay, we can have this all in one spot and pay less.
2: Well, no, we, you pay less initially so they get you to cancel your Netflix subscription because they were also a couple of weeks oh, ago I'm, talking. I'm talking
1: about them in, like, server cost and... Oh, yeah, and overall
2: infrastructure, and... yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, is looking at what Netflix is testing or has been talking oh, about testing yeah. for a couple of weeks of blocking people from password sharing. And as soon as that happens, I am canceling my Netflix account because I do not, there is not a value there when I'm not getting 4K, I'm already running into issues with the number of people who are trying to stream concurrently because we only do two screens, but we have three people or four people, four, four households using it and they they're making it harder for me to justify paying for their content whereas Disney's out here at least in Canada everything is consolidated it's in one place it's a nice low monthly cost that i pay for once at the beginning of the year and i forget about it and they keep adding new things that are great across all the banners disney marvel pixar national geographic star they're all getting great stuff and literally honestly, i would watch everything it's my everything. most used streaming service
1: i would watch everything on disney plus if i wasn't a massive dc fan
2: See, that's the, but you, Canada, don't, you that's, don't have HBO Max in Canada. No, we don't. And there, there's rumors and speculation about what's going to happen with that now with the Discovery merger. Because Discovery has its own service in Canada, but HBO's content is licensed out to another, basically one of our big cable companies. So think like a Comcast or Verizon and whatever their, you know, ad-enabled crappy kind of streaming on-demand services. Ah, uh, that's what we, that's where we get HBO. Thankfully, the HBO stuff is still like that. That app is uh, commercial free, I think, probably. Um, I don't remember watching John Oliver and getting commercials at least. But <laughs> others, like you, you got to think of this as a service that's being provided on the level of your cable network of choices on demand service bitrate is terrible barely any 4k content honestly i'm i'm at a point where virtual private networks or vpns as as people like to call them are very good for keeping you safe on the internet they're yes. also very good for enabling me to subscribe to hbo max when i get sick of the services that we have in canada
1: yeah yeah no hbo max a pro tip make- to any
2: canadians out there if something asks for your zip code it is the numbers in your postal code with zero zero at the end you're welcome
1: all right, we're, we can talk about this for
2: far too long. We're
1: supposed to be talking about in the, the episode in 9. Give me goddamn
2: HBO Max in Canada, goddammit.
1: Again, you have a friend in the States with HBO Max.
2: Um, I you. I, I have multiple. I already have access to an
1: account. It's okay. Okay, perfect. Because I have like four people on my account already that aren't me. Um, yeah, we're talking about Behind the Attraction. We're not talking about HBO Max.
2: We're so close to the end of this season, but I hope we get a second season because even these last couple of episodes that we're going to talk about over the next couple of weeks... I had a good time with one of them, but That's I'm also fine. not American. So the last one is going to be an interesting one to record.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested to see you next week. But let's talk about the transportation episode. Now, this was just a monorail episode. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> Excuse you. They definitely mention the people mover. And they definitely mention the Skyliner. Sorry, and they definitely, sorry. wait a second. They talk about buses.
1: They talk about the monorail and they talk about the
2: train. Choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> choo-choo. No, I, I I love the idea of treating transportation as an attraction, just from a storytelling perspective, understanding that people are going to be heavily leveraging this. And this is something that I remember from my, my last trip of staying at Pop Century. And at the time, there was no Skyliner because we went in 2018 and that opened in 2019. But at the same time, we could see the construction, everything looked really cool. But you're just getting on a bus to go to a theme park. And it's like, well, it's a bus. It's public transportation. It's like any bus you'd get on in any other city around the world that has public transportation. But the difference is that Disney Magic,
0: yeah, right? Credit. There
2: is a different soundtrack on each bus that comes from a specific um Hotel and that is part of the experience It keeps you in, engrossed in that Disney bubble and I wish Which got, is something I we've mentioned we a lot In this show
1: that. I wish we got to see more about stuff like that in this episode and credit Dude, where The credit Pop Century is due. soundtrack
2: is really friggin good They have a whole bunch of like TV soundtrack theme songs oh, yes. peppered into it Like the Simpsons and Friends and stuff It's so okay. good
1: Yeah credit where credit's due uh, The actual title of the episode is Trains, Trams, and Monorails So like okay I expect most of the episode to be about that But it's so – the most interesting thing to me about transportation, and maybe I'm just weird in thinking this, is just the amount of coordination that they need to have so many forms of transformation – wow, I can't speak.
2: Transportation. transportation. It's been a long week, and it's only Wednesday. I get it.
1: Yeah, like having all these modes of transportation, literally land, water, and air.
2: With the introduction of the Skyliner, yeah.
1: And organizing all of that. Like, I would have loved to see, like, the creation of the Skyliner in this episode. But we, it's all just a passing mark to talk about the train and train story that we've, if you're a Disney fan, you know the story. You know that Walt loved trains. He built his one in the backyard, the and mm-hmm. all that.
2: it was the Lilian or the Lily Bell? That was Bell. the Lily Bell. Lily Bell. Uh, just to go back for a second, I would have loved, like, they mentioned it in the episode of, like, yeah, we were on a transportation. Uh, authority on the scale of the city of Atlanta. And I would have loved more of an insight into that. Show me the transit control center. Show me like there were conductors and things from the train in the episode kind of peppered in as cast members and talking about, you know, giving people uh, a sense of this nostalgia by riding the train or riding in the Lily Bell car that was introduced later as more of like a a throwback to old times. But at the same time, I want to know more. Like I love digging into the nitty gritty of like the operational aspect of it and learning about, like, how the Skyliner operates in terms of slowing down and speeding up at stations and timing. And they talk a little bit about, you know, wanting to expand and and sell this kind of technology to the city of Los Angeles as a transportation alternative. And I would have loved to know more about, like, the logistics of that. Like, I know they said no probably because of some politics, but I would have loved to know, like, what would the logistics of running these trains in a city to the scale of Los Angeles had been? Like, what... What would it have taken? Talk about the physics, the timing. Like, a really good friend of mine actually just left a company where he did real-time rail systems control. Like, I'm a software developer. I work on stuff, but I have friends that work on really cool stuff, like transit systems around the world. And I would have loved more of a deep dive into that kind of stuff for me. But at the same time, I love thinking about the transportation options at Disney.
1: Yeah, this episode was the first time of all of this where, like, when Disney does, like, they're, like, quote-unquote documentary stuff. You know, the stuff they show of, like, oh, here's the behind-the-scenes of how we change the parks for winter and stuff like that. There's always this wall that you, see, that you can very clearly see of here's some of the information, here's not all of
2: the information.
1: And for the most part, we haven't really gotten that in this series.
2: I now realize what I want. I, I, now ne- I now know what I need to get out of a season two of this. If we don't get an episode... That focuses on the changeover between the holiday seasons or the the festivals, like how they do that in a night and things like that, like the operational aspect of that, I will be very disappointed because the fact they can go from Halloween to Christmas overnight, or from the Festival of the Arts to the Festival of uh, Food and Wine and all that stuff, that's that's interesting to me and I'd love to see a deeper dive into that stuff.
1: Food and Wine's the one happening right now, right?
2: No, f- no, it, in, right now would be Festival yeah. of the Arts, I think. I, th-
1: I thought there's one happening. Yeah. In, food and wine is the fall. What, one? Or at least it, or, or was, I was, the it wasn't one. a normal year. I, just, I know Maybe there's, there's flower a festival garden? happening right now. I think it might be Flower Garden.
2: Uh, yeah, so I Epcot 2022 night festival night. calendar think it's via flower. mouse hacking. Uh, February. Oh, so March 2nd to July 4th is International Flower and Garden. Okay. July through November is Food and Wine. November... End of November through end of December is Festival of the Holidays, and then January through the middle of February is Festival of the Arts.
1: I could have sworn I think it's Food and Wine in California right now.
2: That could be it? Yeah, it's
1: so Food I know, and Wine in California right now. Yeah,
2: Because that's California Adventure, right? Yeah. That does the festivals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I, I was in Disney for Food and Wine, and oh my god, having the meal plan at Disney during Food and I Wine? Was I was a kid in a candy store. It like, was incredible. We're totally all totally snack credits just went to Epcot.
1: But like when Food and Wine was announced this year for California, I was like I went through the menu. I was like okay, do I need to go down? Because I was like, some of this stuff is amazing. Obviously, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I don't have that kind of money. But <laughs> now bring it back. I've always been like wildly impressed by transportation at Disney, because like they have that, and I think we've talked about it on previous episodes. But like the bubble starts when you get on a bus at the airport. Like it starts immediately and it starts with that transportation and it's just so amazing it gets you right it in the used parts. to yeah used to does it not unfortunately
2: exist as of the beginning of 2022 or i think now it will have been but like if you're listening to this disney has discontinued the bus service from uh orlando international airport to the parks which is unfortunate so you will have to catch an uber but
1: mm-hmm. even then it's not bad
2: Eh, it depends. There, I, I know the bus service is still offering charters, mm-hmm. but if you have a family of, let's say, four, and it's $40 a person to get into the, the charter versus a $40 Uber.
1: You take the Uber because... You take the Uber. It's not worth Unfortunately, it.
2: Unfortunately, it breaks a little bit of that immersion. Like, the one time we left the Disney bubble while we were on our trip, it was to get into an Uber to go to an outlet mall, and it it did feel jarring to leave that. I feel like doing it at the beginning of your trip won't feel... All that odd? But the the, ending your trip taking an Uber to the airport is gonna feel like oh it it sucks. It's really over.
1: That's how I get out of the get out of Disney when I go. It's not fun. But again again the end of your trip is never the fun part. (laughs) Now bring it back to it. Have you ever actually ridden the train at Disney? No. Yeah, same here. I might
2: I that's not true. I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of my first trip to Disney. I've only ever been to Disney twice. And as someone who talks about the parks as much as he does, you'd think I'd go every other year, but no, I've only ever been twice once as a kid. I think I was maybe 11 or 12. And then once the year that I got engaged to my now wife, uh, which was 20, I was 27. I want to say 27, but I could be wrong because numbers are hard and I'm tired.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I've never <laughs> ridden the train itself because the train is very much a, oh, you're going to go on this novel fun. You're going to ride a train. You're going to be on it for a little while. Like, that's never been like what I've, my, me and my family wanted to do. It was always a, oh, let's go to rides. Let's go to shows. Like, sitting on a train yeah. is the last thing we want to do.
2: I think the train was actually down for maintenance last time we went. Oh, really? uh, and then as a kid, we might have ridden it. We might not have. I don't remember a lot of the details of that trip. might have to ask my mom or get her on an episode at one point to tell us
1: and like this, the train's iconic. I love the, tra- I love seeing the train. Like okay. when the parks open in the morning, like that's what you see is you see the characters on the train welcoming you in and then it takes off for its first ra- round. Yep. Uh,
2: Assuming you're there for park open. Yeah. Which if you're not, I get it because you're probably park hopping, but still. Mm-hmm.
1: The monorail though is another story. I have ridden the monorail. I have not. Um, and I, I do not like the monorail because I've only ridden it once, and it was a horrible experience for me. That in was no way related to the monorail, but it
2: just—it was pouring rain. Right, I need to know something. what happened. I know it's going to be traumatic, but I need okay, to know.
1: I'm going to sound like a horrible person. I just want to get that out of the way.
2: As long as you didn't kick a dog, it's fine.
1: No, I. So that we were, we were there. Everyone's crowding in. It was one of those moments in Florida where it's just torrential downpour. Like, just out of nowhere.
2: We yeah, in... notes to anybody listening that's thinking about going on a Disney trip. Pack ponchos, because you get a 20-pack at home for $10, and you get one at Disney for $10, and you're going to need them.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely going to need them. Or just bring an umbrella.
2: If bring both, have... honestly. You'll want both at various times. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I've got a terrible poncho story from Disney, but we can get into that later. <laughs> probably that. off the show.
1: Yeah, uh, we were in Magic Kingdom, and like that's the two like main points for the monorail our Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Um, we were staying in Beach Club at the time, which is like one of the hotels right next to Epcot, and we wanted to get there quick. The bus was like full. We knew we weren't going to do it, so we're like, okay, we're going to try the monorail. This seems like our quickest way to get back. Everyone wants to get out of the rain, so we're crammed in like sardines. A guy bumps into me. I fall over right onto an old lady's scooter. I felt so bad. So horrible. Until she started yelling at me.
2: (laughs) Then you feel a little less horrible. Then at that point it was on. I was like, this is
1: not my fault. You're the bad person here. I'm going to just be an absolute terror to you. Because I'm a teenager at this point. I don't know what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, I would have loved to have ridden the monorail. Unfortunately, like the trip that we went on, we were very... I wouldn't say we were on a tight schedule. Because we, we had planned everything where... A great way to plan Disney if you can and if you can, if you have the means to do so, plan out all of your mornings. And I know that's hard to do now with uh, Fast Passes going away and Genie being your only option if you're going to pay per day to do Fast Passes and plan out your morning. But honestly, like planning out our morning, saying, OK, we're going to be at this park. We're going to get all our Fast Passes done by like 11 o'clock. We're going to go back to the hotel or we're going to go somewhere, have lunch, go back to the hotel, chill for a bit and then go to another park in the afternoon and kind of play it by ear based on what we could pull up in the app was fantastic but like, it didn't really afford us the need to hop on the monorail because we never did Magic Kingdom to Epcot. We only ever did yeah. hotel to parks. So
1: Yeah, it was a thing of like, it's cool. The monorail is awesome. Like, I love seeing the monorail go through Epcot whenever I'm there. I love seeing the monorail as like, one of the first things you see when you're walking into Disneyland.
2: Like it is, it, it's such cool. an icon. It's one, it's another one of those things that just pulls your eye. No matter where you are, if you see the monorail, you're looking at the monorail.
1: Like the, one of the cooler things about this episode, like they talk about it, is when they were redesigning it and they, they realized like after a while of trying to develop it, of we can't like, we just got, we're just throwing fresh paint on it now.
2: Yeah. And I, I love the idea about the the parks trying to be kinetic and and Walt Disney using Disneyland as kind of a test bed for the monorail, for the people mover, uh rest and peace to the Disneyland people mover. But knowing that this idea of things being in motion, the Matter like seeing the Matterhorn cars, seeing the original um like the, the I don't I don't know what it was called the orbiter back then, but essentially what that became in Tomorrowland with like the the, the yeah, moving it had ships a or whatever.
1: Name, rocket something?
2: I don't care because it doesn't exist anymore really, and it doesn't really affect me as someone who wasn't you know, an OG Disneyland folk. Um, But at the same time, like the idea of kinetics in the parks and always, always wanting there to be something that you're looking at that's in motion because it draws your eye to the next thing and, and seeing the train pull into the station or the monorail leave a park or the people mover above you as you walk through Tomorrowland to buzz light, your space Ranger spin or whatever it's called. Um, Like those, those are, those are, iconic memories of things that aren't attractions if that makes sense because this episode opens with saying you're always in motion at disney there, there's a thing about motion and i've never walked more than on a disney vacation doing like 20 to 30 30 thousand steps a day and to see other things in motion it's almost like you're if you are moving you are drawn to other things moving moving mostly because you want to stop moving because your legs are tired shit
1: yeah, but like it's a thing that's that like you're exhausted after a day at Disney, and it's not because it's overwhelming, although it can be. It's because you don't stop moving. I mean, literally, their one of their main ride systems is a ride system that never stops.
2: Yeah, it's the bus.
1: Yeah.
2: Or the Skyliner now, and and Florida.
1: True. I, I still haven't ridden the Skyliner. I really, I really want to. Right. Like just at the very least, so I can say that I have. Like, it's just, it's one of those where it's, like, I've seen so much about it. And, like, you know, initially it was, like, really struggling. You, you keep talking. I can get us some first-hand experience. Ooh, good call. Good call. Mitch is currently walking away. I can say so many wonderful or horrible things about Mitch because he's walked away from the microphone right now. But I'm not going to because I am a good co-host and nice. But now what I was saying is, like, I've never actually got to ride the Skyliner because it was broken down when I was there last. And that was... Like, right when it was opening, so I never really got to. But uh, bringing it back to the actual episode itself, one of my biggest issues about it was literally just that it... It was a story we've heard before. Like, if if you're as big a Disney fan as we are, you've likely heard the story about the train. Like, I think it's an entire episode behind the traction or at least half like I, I know a big portion of an episode I haven't watched the show in a while is related to that that train it's it's such an important thing for Walt like that picture of Walt on his train in his backyard is iconic at this point what was more interesting to me on those lines of talking about Walt talking about all his love of transportation and whatnot was the actual fire engine and oh my god thank god
2: I can stop a I can stop just vamping for now. Thank God you're back. So sorry, it took a little longer than I would have liked, but I have company, and this company has first person experience of writing the Skyliner, so you can ask her all the questions okay. you want.
0: Okay. <laughs> Ow.
1: That's what, this is the best. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Hello. This has become chaos this <laughs> <end today. laughs> can You can... just see me come in or just. <laughs> I see <say laughs> him leave, and I know what he's going to do. <laughs> No, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. I was just relaxing. I was gonna go to bed soon. It's ten o'clock here. Uh,
1: I'm sorry I've dragged you in. In this, okay. no, we were talking about the Skyliner. Oh
0: yeah, I love that thing.
1: I've never gotten to ride it. Just tell me this: is it fun?
0: It is. Um, I prefer. Uh, I prefer more than the buses. Yeah, those um, buses
1: are something.
0: Well, because like I went january 2020 so right before everything uh happened um that was my last time there uh with this guy behind me um yeah we went on a girls trip just um my mom my sister and i and um yeah we, we stayed at pop century so i i think it just opened or it opened that or opened the summer before um and yeah, it was great. Um, it's it's a it's a better convenience than taking the bus. The only thing that sucks is I have to still take the bus to Magic Kingdom. But um, and, uh, and yeah, well, to Animal Kingdom. So to Magic Kingdom, I I if if Mitch has said before, I I don't like Animal Kingdom. Um, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, to uh, from Pop Century to uh, Hollywood Studios and Epcot, it's. It's awesome. It's great. And uh, you get there in like 10 minutes um, and you don't have to sit on a bus with like a crowded bus with a whole bunch of people. So it's nice. I prefer it. And uh, yeah, Mitchell will be able to experience that. Eventually, eventually, but yeah,
1: yeah. And that the world doesn't fall apart again. No, thanks, Garmin. You, you can yell at him and go back to going to bed. I go back to bed now.
0: <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> Out. This is bad. <laughs>
2: I am nothing if not a man of the people, and the people wanted answers, so the people got answers.
1: The the people got answers. I I will be the first to admit I was not
2: expecting this episode
1: to go this way.
2: Or were you expecting? Yeah, I mean, you knew I didn't have People Mover or uh, Skyliner experience, but you didn't know that there were other people in my household that did.
1: Mm-hmm. I gotta be ready for more from you,
0: <laughs> from just.
2: You can okay. get ready as best you want like as, as much as you want, but there's oh hi.
0: Just don't look down if you're in the skyliner.
2: Yeah, I'm not looking forward Just to looking down. down. <laughs> um Yeah, heights are yeah. terrifying. Yeah, I don't I don't like uh, heights are okay for me. It's the sense of or the fear of falling that gets me. Mm. Um but like I was saying, you can prepare all you want, but I'm always gonna find a curveball to throw your way.
1: Yes, you did. I wasn't expecting it, but it was fu- It was wonderful. Um. What I was saying while while you had ran off was, I got bored by like the train stuff and whatnot. But I did love seeing the story about Walt and the um and the fire truck. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, just it, it talking it just, about his other brother. Like, that was that was just a very very sweet moment.
2: Yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where you you wish that Walt and Roy had gotten a chance to see more of. People experiencing Walt's kind of final-ish vision for what Walt Disney World would end up becoming, um, and I, I love that point too. Of them, I don't I remember if it was this episode or the last episode, where Roy was very insistent that it was not going to be Disney World, that it had to be Walt Disney World because it was Walt's vision. And I just I love the idea of of, of like just how much this whole thing meant to these two brothers from the American Midwest and what they've been able to build. That is, you know, going to be there and outlive all of us and be this kind of beacon of joy and entertainment that is, I would argue unrivaled anywhere on this planet, at least today. And whether or not that changes, I don't, I don't think it's likely, but there's, there's just, there's something special about it. And all the forethought that went into just, making transportation part of the experience it it's what makes the disney bubble what it is that and you know how amazing the cast members are
1: yeah it's really special i think with talking cast members in particular my favorite mode of transportation to this day is still the boats um because i stay when i stay i'm staying on that lake between epcot and magic or epcot and uh, hollywood studios my brain still wants to say mgm Um, It is
2: not MGM It's been decades at this point, Griffin God damn it
1: I don't think I was there when it was MGM But that's what my brain knows it as.
2: I was super there as MGM I was definitely uh, really uh, young
1: when it was MGM That's not the point Um, We would always ride the boats And there was no one happier In those parks Than those people that just got to drive those boats all day Like that is a That was a goal of like when I um had applied for the disney college program like that was what i was one of the things i wanted to do was like i don't care if i don't get attractions i don't care if i'm not in the parks i just want to drive these boats because it's like it's such a weird specific skill set that you have to have that i just happen to have of like that, that seems like fun getting people you know getting people to the parks in the morning
2: I'm just reading a little bit more into the history of the renaming of MGM studios into Hollywood studios. It is fascinating. You got a date for me on that? Uh, It's what I was kind of looking for about the date that it was renamed. Um, Effective January 7th, 2008.
1: Okay. So I was alive in there when it was MGM. So there's my excuse. I have an excuse, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah. There was a whole bunch of controversy between MGM and Disney, Because Disney had the worldwide rights to the MGM name in theme parks, but MGM wanted to build their own theme park in Vegas. And they went as far as the uh, uh, Los Angeles Superior Court judge ruled that Disney had the right to use MGM's name in Florida, but that MGM also had the right to use the MGM name in Vegas, so long as the park in Vegas was not themed similarly to MGM Studios in Florida. It's fascinating.
1: Yeah, it is on the level of like the weird Marvel theme parks deal.
2: Or even the, the Disneyland Hotel deal that we talked about earlier in the series.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, I feel like we've, we've gone all over the ways of this episode. Oh man,
2: the Great Movie Ride was the only original attraction that was still open. And now that it's closed, none of the original attractions from MGM Studios are still open to this day.
1: Yeah, it was a totally different park when it opened. That's insane. It was an actual product. It was an actual. No, I, 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 I
2: remember vividly the studio backlog tour from my first trip to, to Disney, specifically MGM. And man, that was cool.
1: What a ride, man. Okay. Yeah. Let's wrap this episode up though. Cause we've gone all over the place. Mitch, uh, yeah. We week. didn't
2: even really talk about the content to the episode, but trains are cool. Planes are cool. And, automobiles about it. and no wait, What is it? Trains, trams, and monorails. Yes, all three of those it. are pretty cool at Disney the parks, whether cool, it be on the West I coast know. or the East coast.
1: The tram's cool. I've never had an opportunity to ride it. I can't speak to it. Okay,
2: cool. We spoke I think to I'm, I must have when I was a kid because we drove into the park. So we must have used the tram, I would assume, at some point. I have memories of the tram. I don't have memories of either the monorail or the boat. And I would have had to ride one of them. So I don't know what happened. Also, they talked, I don't the, know. they talked about the tram for like all of five minutes. If that. Well, it felt like everything that wasn't the monorail or the train got that amount of time or less. Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate because the modern marvels of disney transportation the complexities of their bus system or the skyliner that i hope they expand to more parks and to more resorts because it's it seems like a fantastic alternative to buses honestly yeah um i want to see more of it gimme
1: i hope we do and i i'm I'm sure we will but that's for next time that's for the future (laughs) i'm wrapping this episode up god damn it thank you very much for listening Remember, you can find us on Twitter at D plus uh, us, Mitch at uh, Mr. Mitch George, and me at Graffiti Keep an eye out for our normal episodes. I don't know what's going up around this and when and what, yada, yada. Go watch our do Turning Red Probably,
2: episodes. Yeah, you probably listened to Turning Red at this point, hopefully. And if you haven't, go listen to that. That was a really great time with. A uh, podcast first timer, uh, Jason Daz, who's never done a podcast before our show. And I thought he was fantastic, so I'm glad he came on. Yeah, he did a great job.
1: It was really fun. Um, and if I West Side Story
2: about. is probably out at this point.
1: Hopeful. No, this goes out tomorrow, so West Side Story is not out. It's out next week. Is it no, next week? Jesus. I thought
2: this was next week.
1: Uh, no, this, is, this comes out tomorrow. Oh. Anyways. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll figure that out, and we'll get that settled. But until then, have a magical day.